Today we continue uh, the ramp up to the flood. We're in Genesis chapter 6. We've been talking about God's judgment. Uh, I want to continue that today, continue to argue that God is very loving and that judgment is actually loving. Um, So the passage is actually going to argue or suggest that God uh, that, that God responds to evil in three ways. First of all, um, he grieves. So the text says that, that God saw uh, that the world had become all evil all the time. The downward spiral that began with sin in Genesis 3 and sort of goes through Cain and then to Lamech uh, is, is a, a path of, of accelerating evil and bad. And so society is growing darker and darker. More and more people are being hurt. And the text says that God grieved. Verse 7 reads, his heart was filled with pain. Which means, by the way, that when your heart is filled with pain and frustration and, and remorse or just sorrow, when you look around the world and you see sin and you see all the destruction and all the hurt, when, when, when your heart is broken... That's a good thing. That means your heart works. I end up saying that to people sometimes when they come in and they're, they're grieving, they're depressed, they're frustrated, they're hurt, they're angry, whatever. And they tell me what's going on. And I said, yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think your heart is working. I think you should be grieving. You should be angry. You should be hurt. You should be frustrated. Now, you're going to have to process that. And, and grief and anger are risky things to hold on to, and you're going to have to learn how to deal with that. But, um, right, in the, Psalm, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus will say, blessed are those who, who weep, right? When they look around at a broken world, our response should be uh, to weep. The second way that God responds to, um, to evil is with judgment. Uh, and again, this is a loving thing. He might have done nothing. And there's a sense in which there are times when God does do nothing, which Romans 1 and Romans 2 will argue is actually a form of judgment. He just turns us over to our sin. Uh, he lets us reap what we sow. Uh, sin is always a bad idea. It's always self-destructive. It's always ultimately going to um, going to prove to be uh, a bad idea. We're going to have to pay the idiot tax, the sin tax, the evil tax. Uh, and so there's a sense in which um, uh, sometimes God is going to judge us by simply letting us reap what we sow, which we do not want. Um, but, but God is looking uh, in, and we're told this in, just before the flood, that God looks and he sees that it's all evil all the time. Uh, and, and that uh, they, cor- they had corrupted themselves and they were corrupt. There's some plays on words here that happen in verses 11 through 13. They've corrupted themselves and so uh, they were corrupt. And then it says that God is going to destroy the destroying. So uh, again, Hebrew idioms, uh, but, but there's problems here. And so God is going to step in and put an end to the problems because people continue to be hurt. It's all hurt all the time. The third way that God deals with, uh, with evil, the third way that God deals with, um, with the, the judgment is that he brings it upon himself. And this, again, is the genius of the gospel 
you could not have this outside of God being one God in three persons. You can have a God that's loving. You can have a God that's, that's angry. You can't have a God that is both loving and angry. But we get that. God the Father sends God the Son. God the Son uh, gives his life. Um, he yields his life. And the wrath of God against sin is poured out by God the Father and God the Son. And, and, you know, I really think, I mean, I used to think Jesus got the worst of this, and it, it, the Bible suggests that it was horrific for, for Jesus to bear the wrath of God. And he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me, right? It goes on so long. But, I, I mean, once you become a father, mother, I mean, you realize, oh, no, I'll sign up to take the pain a hundred times out of a hundred rather than, than, than ask my, my son or my daughter to bear that. Uh, it's, that's unthinkable. And so what God does, a perfectly just God, is he's got to deal with sin. You can't just dismiss it, right? You, you, a judge that says, okay, well, you hurt that person, you raped that person, you killed that person, you robbed, you, you destroyed that person's life. I'll just, we'll just call it good. No, that's not, that's not right. That penalty has to be paid, but God will pay the penalty himself. In an act of love for us and in an act of perfect justice, he takes the punishment for our sins upon himself. It's amazing. It's an amazing account. We have an amazing God. Genesis, uh, Genesis sets up an amazing book. Have a good day.